Dr. Laura is on right now. James, so I understand uh, there's a school issue. And yeah. I hear you're not a dim bulb, but what is your, what is your favorite thing to do? Play guitar. Go get the guitar. You ready? Okay. It's just like if you play in a band, it's kind of exciting when there are other guys playing music with you, and you know, it, it makes you more creative even. Yeah. Uh, the same sort of thing, if you have a guy there helping you with the schoolwork, it might even make you feel a little better. Okay, we're talking today about school and separation anxiety, and I want to separate separation anxiety from separation anxiety disorder. They're two different things. Well, they're basically the same thing, but one's to the extreme. Your kid has an actual psychological psychiatric disorder. If they absolutely refuse to go to school, unreasonable fear of school, will do almost anything to stay home. Every day they'll have stomach aches, headaches. They display even reluctance to go to sleep because anxiety can make kids insomniacs. Did you know that? Either because of the fear of being alone or due to nightmares about separation. Kids with separation problems may shadow you around the house, cling to your arm and leg if you attempt to step out. I'm not going to spend time on kids with a disorder. You need to take them to a specialist. They have anxiety disorder. But your average kid is just going to feel anxious when you say goodbye at the school steps the first time. That's just normal. It's painful for both parent and child to a certain extent, but separation anxiety is a normal stage of development. Separation anxiety disorder is not. So to the extreme, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. So here are some tips. Thinking back, first day of school for Derek, I worried about what would happen. And no matter what would happen, I figured I was not going to be happy. He was either going to scream like a maniac and embarrass the crap out of me, or he was going to go, bye, Mom, see you later. It made me feel terrible. So there was no way it was going to turn out good. Right? So I bring him to school, tell him what time I'm going to pick him up. Of course, kids are not wearing watches, so they don't know any of it. It's a big clock in the classroom. <laughs> and, and I said, bye, sweetie, see you later. He barely made it around with his arm to wave. Bye, Ma. He was so excited to go to school really excited to go to school. So I sniveled all the way home (laughs) because I was so used to having him around all day. It was cute to have around all day. He really was. I had fun with him. It was a pleasure. Terrible twos? 
There were no terrible twos. I could never understand why other people, ah, is your kid going through terrible twos? No. He was adorable at two. He was great at three. He was wonderful at four. He was great at five. Then they took him away from me and put him in school. (laughs) I'd be there right on the button to pick him back up. So some of this chaos is caused by mothers misbehaving. Any sniveling I did was after he left. So he never saw me sniveling. Very important. But so these are the tips to try to break the uh, crying and worrisome things that sometimes happen when you drop them off. Of course, most kids don't go through this at all. It's normal when your kid does, but most kids don't. They're happy to have an adventure. A whole bunch of kids are walking in a room. I'm in. So explain beforehand what exactly is going to happen. I'm going to drop you off. You're going to walk over there through that door. The teacher's going to be in there. A whole bunch of kids. They're going to assign you a seat. Da, 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 da. You just sort of explain the whole shtick that's going to happen. And you tell your kid, and when the day is over, I'm going to be right here in the car, and you're going to come in. I'm going to have a snack. You're going to tell me all the things you did, or you're going to take a snooze because you're tired, whatever. So there's a plan. And kids do really good when there's a plan. Now, don't prolong the goodbyes. The original 1930s movie, Gunga Din, has poor Gunga Din in this tower. He's shot to hell, and he's trying to shoot, blow the horn and warn everybody. (laughs) And it's actually funny because he blows the horn, and then he's dead. Then all of a sudden he starts blowing the horn again and then you think he's dead again. And then he's blowing the horn again and then you think he's dead again. I mean, it it actually was hilarious and it was supposed to be dramatic. Don't do that. Don't. Go ahead, honey, let me give you another hug. Give mommy another kiss. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me fix your collar. Don't do any of that. Don't be Gunga Din, okay? You're going to go, go. Just put the horn down and go. Never sneak out. Have everything be blatant so it's really clear. Surprises and sneaking around, hiding behind a bush, and then leaving. Don't do any of that. That makes kids nervous. Like, this is weird. This is seriously weird. Don't do that. In general, try to appear relaxed, happy, calm. Not like you're going to go home and cry for three hours. Okay? Don't look like that. Set up some kind of reward chart. Hey, every day, you take less than 10 seconds to get through that door without all this drama, you get a sticker. You get five stickers and you get um, an extra movie. I don't know, whatever the kid likes. Okay. I already said, if this is to the extreme, you need professional health, mental health for your kid and or your family. So that's that. Those are easy tips course for all of you who drop your kids off next month or maybe it started already and the kids went bye mom and you sort of stood there going humped and dumped (laughs) the parent-child version of humped and dumped that's it it's so easy to leave me yes the easier it is for that kid to walk through that door the better the relationship was because that means they feel terribly secure and the kid feels very secure, you've done a good job. The kid can't inhale and exhale without seeing your face. This is not good. But don't totally blame yourself unless, of course, you've done this. 
and there are parents who do this. They overconnect with their kids and, you know, because of their marriages or because of their problems in their childhood, they just make the kid part of themselves, almost physically. And that destroys a kid, of course. Do the right thing. This is the Dr. Laura Program.